Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Right, and we're definitely going to talk about finger picking, which is something I think is really important as well, whether you're playing acoustic or electric. I'm going to use acoustic on this part, but basically what we want to do is understand that just like anything else, when it comes to a technique, we need to develop it and understand what fingers are going where and why and how and all that sort of thing. And so finger picking is really important for that. So what we want to do is let's just take a D chord, for instance. And there's three patterns that I always like to teach people. Number one, the pattern would be what I call toward the floor. And what we're going to do is we're going to take these four strings of the, uh, D str uh, the D chord, excuse me, the fourth, third, second, and first strings right there. And we're going to figure out what fingers best fit our picking comfortability. Now, one option would be to use your thumb on the fourth string your first finger on the third string, your middle finger on the second string, and your ring finger on the first string. Because what you're really trying to do is learn to dedicate certain fingers to certain strings. So when you go to pick, they know where they're going and they know what they're going to do. And so it's not just, you know, trying to do something like that. You're really trying to develop a pattern. So the easiest way to approach this when you first start learning how to do finger picking, if you've never done this before, is you're going to see that my hand is in kind of a thumbs up position. You see that? The thumb is out here and the fingers are back here. That way they can work without running into each other. If you do this and put your thumb back here, the problem is, is that your thumb and your fingers are kind of working at weird directions. And if you put it right over the top of each other, of course, they're going to run into each other. So it's easier if you put your thumb out just a little bit further, okay? So these fingers can work back here, and this thumb can work here. Now, you might set your wrist down. You might have your wrist up. Again, it's all dependent on what's comfortable for you. But let's just try and do a real basic motion here of playing the thumb, the first finger, the middle finger, and the ring finger. So we're going... Now, when I'm picking with those four fingers, my pinky really isn't available to be planted on the guitar for stability, okay? So it, it, it hovers, and so really my stability is coming from my elbow. That's where that's coming from for this particular kind of pattern. So my hand is just kind of hovering over the top, and I'm picking the strings that I want. And just like when we were talking about picking and everything else like that, we want to focus on... Uh, the tempo, the evenness of each one of the picks that we're using, each one of the strings as we pick them. And we also want to focus on the dynamics as we play too. Now we can we can vary that dynamic, but let's make sure that we are able to keep a kind of an even dynamic between all the fingers. Okay? Now, before we go any f further, I want to show you the second kind of picking pattern that oftentimes people will use. And this is almost more like a, dare I say, a folk kind of picking pattern, uh, where the other one's more classical in a way. 
Um, but they are a little bit different and you just have to decide which one feels best to you. So what we're going to do now is we're going to do what's called double thumbing. So I'm going to use my thumb on the fourth string and the third string. And then I'm just going to use these two fingers for the second and the first strings. So I have thumb, thumb, first, second. And when I do this kind of picking now, my, th my pinky tends to want to come down and stabilize on the guitar, which uh, gives my elbow a bit of a break here. And it almost makes it a little bit easier to control the dynamics for me anyway. You see? So either way is going to be just fine depending on what fits you best in terms of picking. And again, before you worry about all these other chords and things like that, just get the technique of the finger picking down. Which fingers works best for you, okay? When you try and do this straight to the floor kind of pattern going four, three, two, one. You know, as we add in, you know, a G chord or something, then we get six strings and the, you know, the options kind of escalate from there. And just like every other technique, we could talk about this technique for three hours, right? But I just want to introduce you to the idea and get you going. So as we do this, or, and decide which one feels best to you. Now, as you're kind of letting that sink in, once that feels good, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to start making a couple of variations of this pattern. The first one is going to be what I call toward the ceiling instead of toward the floor. And what we're gonna do is we're still gonna pick the root note, the fourth string, the D, first, but then the rest of the pattern is gonna go first string, second string, third string. Instead of going straight toward the floor, we're gonna move it toward the ceiling, except for the bass note, except for the first note that we're playing. So it still feels like a downbeat. Again, whatever finger picking, you know, finger stance works best for you. That's what you want to figure out. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. And the next pattern that I like to teach people is in and out. Now, in and out can be a whole bunch of different things, but it's instead of thinking of things as just going straight toward the floor or straight toward the ceiling, we're going in and out. So let's say we did something like this. We went, uh, and again, whatever fingering is, is working best for you. Let's say I did... Uh, fourth string, second string, third string, first string. Okay, so I go. Mm -hmm. 
Or I could go four, one, two, three. You see, really anything that doesn't just go straight down or straight up. And it's always nice to get used to these various three patterns because that's basically what's going to um, summarize all of your movements on the guitar when you're finger picking. Now you might have more strings. Let's say for instance we went to a C chord, okay, and on this C chord now we have five strings. Well, if we're in 4-4 four, four time, we may not use all five of those strings, or we might use them in different ways. Let's say I did something like this. I went toward the floor for one, two, three, four, and then I went toward the floor again, only this time I start on the fourth string and go four, three, two, one. So I have... You see, so I'm still doing patterns that move toward the floor, but I'm trying to utilize five strings. Now, do I have to utilize five strings? No. I could just choose four and I would be fine, okay? There's no law that says you have to include all five strings of a C chord every time you play something. You don't, okay? But I'm just saying, if for some reason I wanted to, I could make multiple patterns and still keep it in a 4-4 four, four time. Because you have to remember, just because you have five strings doesn't mean you want to play all five of them within the uh, structure of your initial pattern unless you can make it make sense. I mean, you might do something where you go toward the floor and back toward the ceiling like this. You might go one, two, three, four, five. Now think about it. I have five strings. So I'm doing double thumbing and I'm using these three uh, fingers here because, uh, you know, I have five strings I have to cover. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So I might go down and come back, and now I'm utilizing all five strings in an eight pattern. You see, you could do something like that, and that would sound just fine too. So there's lots of different ways that you can approach doing these kinds of patterns, but ultimately think about it as you're, you're flowing toward the floor or toward the ceiling or you're going in and out. So again, there's an in and out pattern, but there's really two sec sections to it. There's the, and then, You see, and the goal with this is, is just to find ways of being able to play toward the floor, toward the ceiling, and in and out that feels comfortable to you. So when you start finger picking to something, maybe you're learning a song, but maybe you're writing something, or maybe you're just jamming with some friends or something like that. The flow that you play is, is very important because it's got to become natural. So when you hear something and you go to grab your guitar and you start finger picking, yes, you should learn how to do all three of those, but certainly maybe one of them kind of you connect to more than the other two so when it comes time to improvise or something like that these are things that feel really good to you but it's always nice to have that bass note that that plants itself firmly on a downbeat and it doesn't have to, again, there's no rule that says it has to be on every downbeat or something like that. But when you play that, it brings it back together. If I do something like this. Again.
again, maybe to me, I know where I'm at, but for a, a listener, it's harder to hear if I don't give that bass note as a pulse. See, it's easier to hear. So that's something to think about a little bit as well. So these are really great techniques to get used to when it comes to finger picking. Now, a couple of the things I want to point out with finger picking. Number one is, is everything doesn't have to be straight eighth notes. You might play bomb, ba dum ba da 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 right? Anything you want with, with pauses in. Right, any way you want, you could add something like that. And another thing that you can do is you can start picking two or three or four or whatever you want, doubles at the same time. So I might play something like this. You might have heard this before. So what I'm doing there is I'm playing the middle four strings of this C chord. I'm playing the second and fifth strings together with my thumb and my middle finger. Then I'm going to the middle strings here, playing thumb first. Going back to the outside strings, five, uh, two and five, playing thumb first, and then the inside strings, thumb first. So I'm going together, thumb, 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 together, thumb, thumb, thumb. Or you could think of it as together, inside, outside, inside, together, inside, outside, inside. So I'm combining in and out patterns with double note picking, okay, with pauses. And if I speed that up a little bit, you get this. Or even a little more. See, you get like dust in the wind, that sort of thing. So as you start learning songs, right? You start figuring out what's the best fingering to use instead of just trying to go, you know, something like that. You're, you're assigning fingers to strings and you're deciding whether you want to use the double picking the double thumb picking, I should say, or if you want to use that third finger in there, depending on the situation that you find yourself in. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, what you can see and the ability to, motive, uh, to maneuver around what you can see and understand what you're doing when you're moving are kind of the three primary categories that I always think about when it comes to playing guitar. And so today what we want to do is we want to... Steve, you guys are out of focus. I don't think so. Somebody else can, I don't know why it, it would be fuzzy, but I'm not sure. Um, anyway, um, what we're going to do here is we're going to start off by just talking about rhythm in terms of strumming, and then we're going to talk about rhythm in terms of picking, okay? Cool. So to understand rhythm all the way around, the first thing I always try and uh, explain to people is you're always going to be playing either in a straight groove or a swing groove. 
Okay, it doesn't matter the time signature. It doesn't matter if you're in three four or four four or five eight. You can be in anything, but the groove itself is either going to be an even groove or an odd groove. Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.